Hello there. CBS presents this program in color. Autobots, roll out. End of line. Sounds pretty heavy. Wait, well, it has nothing to do with it. I am the Night Industries 2000. That are alive, you are coming with me. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm Batman. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. I'm David. I'm Joe. I'm Dunk. And it, it we are back, I guess. It's been a while. Um, you say it every time. I know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Just been busy. We've, we've had a lot of life. I'm actually a empty nester at this point. It's just me and my wife and our dogs my son has moved back to vermont for some fucking crazy reason but whatever like it's so funny this summer up there it's been raining so much like they've had floods fucking the roads are a disaster fucking it, it's a mess and it hasn't stopped raining all summer long awesome i know dude if i if i ended up having to stay there and like live through another summer like that i probably would have killed myself like it was i that is so fucking depressing <laughs> like just you're in that like for as short of a summer as vermont gets to have it just be ruined by the fact that it rains and flooded like my brother-in-law was telling me like yeah this summer if you want to ride you know you're half you have to ride in the rain i'm like fuck that like mm-mm, i'm all set i it legit was more and more reinforces that it's the best decision i ever made but why the fuck is anyone would want to go back to living in that beyond me fucking beyond me oh dude it was like when we lived in michigan that that, that was a miserable place to live Sorry if anybody is from Michigan, but I was born is, in Michigan, you asshole. Okay, well you know it's just so, <laughs> it's overcast and dreary all the time. I mean there was a it stretch. Really there was a stretch in the summer. I'll never forget this, and I am not, I'm not bullshitting this. Where it was like three weeks, it was overcast, and, and this is like in the middle of the year. And I, I worked in a office building, and. Like, the day the sun came out, people were, like, in zombie trances walking towards the window. Like, oh, my God. It does – it's still there, you know? Um, yeah. But that is – yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Uh, it, it's been, a, like, other than the week that we went to – holy fuck, Dunk. I don't think I told you my, my Disney story. No. Oh. Oh. I don't think All you right. have. For those of you who have heard my Disney story, I'm sorry I'm going to put you through it again. But me, my wife, 
my sister-in-law and my niece and nephew went to Florida for the, it was like the first week in August. So it's hot as balls, dude. It's like 98 during the day. The fucking humidity is jacked way the fuck up. And it feels like temperatures of 115. No fucking, yeah, yeah. No thank you is right. And I knew it was going to be hot, but whatever. So I told my wife the only reason I want to go is because I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. I want to build my own lightsaber. I want to do the Rise of the Resistance. I want to do Smuggler's Run. I don't care what else I do. And remember, the I was telling only, you, you got to go. Remember, I was telling you, you yeah. got to go there at night. David, go there at I, night. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I go. said, I'm going to be there all day. I said, we can take two cars. So if people want to leave, they can absolutely leave. No one's stopping them. But I want to get a picture of myself with my lightsaber at night in front of the lit up Falcon. That's all I wanted to do. That was my life goal for that moment. The one reason I wanted to go to, to Florida with them. I go. And they go to the day they go to Discovery Cove, I go to Universal with a mutual friend of mine and Joe's, Scott Schutte. And I have a fucking blast. Universal. I had never been to Universal before. Straight Universal up. Universal was fun, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I had a great time. I bought Snape's wand because I love Alan Rickman. So, like, spent retarded money there and, like, but worth every fucking penny. Um and then the day came that we go to Galaxy's Edge. This is this is the kid in me getting to live vicariously through a made-up Star Wars land. Like, it was everything I could ever want. We are there at 9.30. I, they, were, they assured me we could take one car. It's fine. We will all stay all night. I said, are you sure? Because I will. Yes, I'm sure. Okay, great. Perfect. We get there. We're in the line for Rise of the Resistance. And my nephew already starts in about fucking lines. And I'm like, everyone should say, all right. Oh, back up. How old are your niece and nephew? 13 and 10. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Good. So, already complain about lines, and we reassure him you are going to be in lines all fucking day. Just it is what it is. We get through the lines, and it's not horrible, but they're already starting to get on my nerves a little bit. The fact that Rise of the Resistance is so fucking amazing of a ride overrid everything up to that point it is one of the best rides you will ever go on as a star wars fan just fucking makes your fucking little geek heart like explode in joy dude like i was so happy after that ride so then we're kind of fiddle fucking around going walking through the land and shit and my nephew's like trying to buy everything that in every shop that you pass which there's a lot of fucking shops then we get over to smugglers run and the fucking smugglers run line is long and they don't 
stop about the lines and being obnoxious and it's hot and it's this is boring and oh my god i can't believe like for close to an hour i'm done at this point i'm already at the point where i'm like (laughs) i don't even want to build my fucking lightsaber i just want to (laughs) dunk duncan i'm getting i'm getting play by play He's like, I'm like gonna, I may fucking I, kill someone. I'm like, I, dude, I'm fucking losing it, right? So after the Smuggler's Run ride, which is fucking awesome if you go with people who appreciate, like, what you're doing. And my wife and my sister-in-law, just there was no appreciation for it, which is fine. But you go with five geeks, that ride is amazing. You are in the cockpit of the Falcon. It is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It is then the next, like, three hours of listening to my niece and nephew try and get whatever they want. And just chaos. Like, it's just fucking madness. I'm just like, I want to be done. I want to be done. I then split off and go build my lightsaber best fucking experience of my life like outside of family marriage all that stuff that will do your geek heart so amazingly good like i got done and it was just one of the best experiences it fucking feels like a lightsaber should feel like i don't care how many different replicas you get this feels has heft fucking it's just well built it's it's absolutely beautiful it's worth every fucking penny and it is fucking expensive i got done and my mood had changed i'm like oh my god this is perfect this is everything i wanted and more i feel great till i get back with the rest of them and i'm fucking over it it's they want to go do this they want to go do house of terror I'm like, I don't want to do House of Terror. I'm fucking, I've done it. I don't need to do it again. I don't like heights. It's not a ride for me. And my nephew's just fucking like, come on, you can, oh my God, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking doing it. It's not going to happen. So they go on the ride and everyone's just kind of fucking miserable. And I'm like, whatever, anybody's ready, we'll fucking go. I legit just want to get back to the tar. Airbnb and fucking get as high as fuck and forget about the whole thing. <laughs> like, I, dude, I was done. So I literally thought you were gonna say you tried to use your lightsaber on them. I oh, dude, if it was real, I would have. I would have totally Anakin'd them both right there on the <laughs> spot, dude. Like, it wouldn't even been like a question. It legit would have been the same exact thing. Zing, take them both down, <laughs> dude. Done. So. Do Master it. David, get... can we go back to the hotel? <laughs> no. So, give it to the Patriots. <laughs> oh, I was, dude, I was totally ready at that point. So, they get done the t- the Tower of Terror, and I'm like, all right, we ready to go. And my niece is like, well, I really want to do the Slinky Dog ride. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. All right, fine. It's only an hour wait. We'll do it. 
And I'm like, fine, this is perfect. I'll go get a red kyber crystal for my lightsaber. Perfect. This works out absolutely beautifully. We go get my my crystal, fucking come back and meet my nephew who's waiting at like one of the food places because he didn't want to do the slinky dog ride. We're thinking hour max that we're going to be there. Two and a half hours later, they get off the ride. I'm fucking done. I could have gone to the single rider line of Rise of the Resistance and rode that motherfucker three times in the time that they rode the fucking slinky dog. I was so pissed. Done, dude. I was absolutely so. This entire time, I'm texting Joe. I'm just like, I'm fucking over. I'm, I'm, I'm out. And even before my vacation was over, Joe's like, We're going down in February. We're gonna go to MegaCon. We're going to Galaxy's Edge. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I fucking there's. I oh my god. It was. I was so pissed. It ruined my like almost my entire vacation because of it. And fucking shout out to Shooty because Shooty got this print uh in from Star Wars Celebration of Vader leading the 501st into a battle and it's fucking framed and huge and beautiful. Dude, he fucking gave that to me. I put it on my wall the minute I got back. Like it is fucking I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys. I was shocked. Shocked. Oh my god, it was amazing. But Building building my lightsaber was definitely like I'm telling you, there's if you ever get the chance to do it, I you have to do it. It is worth every minute and See that, penny that you That story brings together three of my biggest fear like pet peeves in the world right now. Fucking heat, crowds, <laughs> and whiny kids. I would oh, be dude. done. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I, uh, there was not, not a moment in that day where I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Like, I, and I, I told him, I told him, I was reassured this won't be a problem. Oh, we'll absolutely stay. And everybody was just so fucking miserable, dude. I was like, I, I fucking hate all of you people. My wife knew, too. She knew how mad I was. And she's just like, I'm sorry. She goes, she goes, I don't want to make you feel bad. I... Like, I legit don't want to be here. I go, I get it. Like, I totally get it. But I warned you all. Like, I said, if you don't want to be here until night, take two cars. Like, I I saw I was a fucking Palpatine at that moment. I foresaw everything. And no one listened to me. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Fuck. Done. So. Yeah, as soon as I heard the one car thing, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That never, that, you know, fucking, I was like, go, take the car, I'll fucking Uber back. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. That's God what I would have Damn. Did, yeah. Yeah, I was I was really that, just that fucking annoyed. I'm like, by noon, I, I wanted out of there. I think, I think it was like 1230 when I messaged Joe. I'm like, I just want to fucking go home. I'm... I don't I don't want to be here anymore. I was so oh, fuck. Yeah. Horrible times. Speaking of horrible times. Uh 
first and foremost, uh, my love goes out to our friend Chris Eaton, who lost his leg due to a blood clot. Um, fucking super sudden and unexpected. I was absolutely shocked. I was going to make a fucking sick joke I, that I knew he'd appreciate, but I figured, you know, that that dude's had it hard enough. That sucks ass. So I, my heart goes out to you, buddy. I hope you get well soon and get over this and just that's rough. Absolutely rough. Yeah, wow. man, that's it's. Uh, oh, God. And we like I said we had a good friend who lost his leg from a snake bite, uh, a rattlesnake bite. And, uh, you know, that was. He he almost didn't make it. I mean, he was black and blue up to his chest, you know. Uh, but you know, it's he he's persevered and he's he jokes about it. You know what I mean? And I know Chris is kind of starting to get that way. Just man, just just keep moving forward every day, buddy. Just every day's progress. Doesn't matter how little it is. Uh, the main thing is hopefully that that the, his pain is gone for good because I, I could not imagine yeah. living with that kind of pain. I just, I couldn't. So, so anyway, we love you, buddy. Yeah, man. The same here, man. Like, you know, you guys know me and Chris go back a long time. We go back to high school and just, just when I saw, <clears throat> I hadn't really spoken to him in a while. We texted each other at the beginning of the summer and he had said, he, you know, Hey, let's try to hook up for, for dinner or something. And then one, I, I I fucking went on Facebook one day and just saw the saw that he was in the hospital and and then you know he had kind of hinted that this might be a possibility that he would lose his leg and when I saw that he actually happened man my fucking heart sunk man but if anybody that Chris is a tough tough son of a bitch and <laughs> if anybody is gonna make the best out of this situation it's him so prayers and just just giving him all 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 the, the the love and fucking goodwill man that's it yeah yeah I, I i at least for his benefit i know that he kind of knew going into this that it was a possibility and like it it was a very serious possibility but like when i had my foot amputated or part of my foot amputated it was yeah, we're going to kind of clean out the infection and everything. And we'll, you know, there's a possibility like it was legit. I had probably like 10 minutes to think about it before they really put me under to do shit. So like it was my shock wasn't like I I didn't really have time to prepare for it. So like it, it the shock of it didn't really hit me fully for a long time. Like, I don't know how. I would have done knowing that far ahead of time that it might be possible and the shit that would have run through my mind. So fucking all our love goes out to Chris. That's just craziness. Feels so bad for him. Um, We also lost Arlene Sorkin, the voice of the original Harley Quinn. It was, yeah, that one, that one hurt. Man, I, I listened to Kevin Smith's uh, Fat Man on Batman interview with her. Um, he had posted it back up uh, as a tribute, and uh, it's it's funny. I mean that the story goes, and I really wasn't familiar with it. That 
think Paul Dini was homesick watching Days of Our Lives or something. And Mm -hmm. there was a skit that they did, and she was on Days of Our Lives, where she was dressed up as a jester doing like like a Harley bit kind of thing. Not not knowing about Harley or anything, because obviously it hadn't been created, but... But he was like, that's it. Like, and, and, you know, and, and Kevin Smith is right when you listen to his, the, the, the interview with her. He's like, how, what are the odds of being able to add something to Batman's rogues, let alone a woman, you know, yeah. that, that stands on her own and isn't like, because I guess initially it was going to be like henchwoman kind of thing. Yeah, it was. It, it's just, so it's, it is. I guess people. I guess people don't realize. I mean, it's just it's. It was so cool the story and uh, listening to her, you know, talk about her career on that podcast. I definitely go listen to it. Um, she she's the inspiration for everyone who's who's done Harley since her and who will do her, you know, from at the end of time. Yeah, yeah. That voice is just iconic. Like that. Like you just cannot do that voice. I mean, you can't look at that character and not hear that voice in your head, even if it's a mm-hmm. a derivative of the original, a different actor kind of giving portraying it. That original voice is going to come through your head, and that's just a testament of how great she played that character. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like. It's funny that uh, Mad Love graphic novel. If you read that, like you read it in the animated voice that you you know you watched and every time i look at anything in my room like i have three different busts of harley um and every time if i picture anything it's that voice it's her voice it's kevin conroy's voice for batman it's mark hamill's for the joker like there's just certain voices that you are irreplaceable in my mind. Even even when I watch the movie, like when Margot Robbie's doing her version, like in my head, I still hear it as Arlene Sorkin because it's just that perfect to me. So, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. It, it's been rough. There, then there was like two fucking wrestlers that died within days of one another. Terry Yo, what Funk the fuck? Yeah, what what like, the fuck happened to Brian Brian White? Uh, he had gotten COVID earlier in the year and it fucked up his heart. And apparently he had a, like a outside defibrillator that he was would wear at times and he wasn't wearing it and he went to bed like. He went to go take a nap, not feeling very well, and fucking had a heart attack and died in his sleep. Ugh. Holy yeah. shit. Damn. Yeah. Dude, it's it's like, fucking what, crazy. He, what is he, like, 38? 36, dude. 36. Yeah, young, young. I mean, yeah. he wasn't, like, he wasn't my favorite wrestler. I, I barely knew him. I just, because, obviously, like, I had stopped watching wrestling for a while, but being an Undertaker fan and keeping up with his career, like, I remember when The Undertaker was kind of giving him the the handoff as the next, like, dark, dark, dark um, phenom of the, the WWE. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and he was a good performer. Like, he, he him, that storyline was a really good performer. And then when I saw that, I was just like, fuck, man. 
that guy, that dude was young. Oh yeah, dude, super young. Fucking left two kids and a wife. Fucking like everybody, whenever they talk about him, like just rave about what a good person he was and shit. Like, like whether you liked his wrestling or not, he had a fucking really great imagination and fucking really controlled a crowd. It was kind of amazing to see. Really great storyteller. Like, just just very creative. His wrestle, his matches, blow-off matches and everything never quite lived up to what the story he was building built. But it was, you know, I, I, as far as the performer goes, he had it in the ring where it counted and it just, you know, didn't always connect, unfortunately. But that dude was super talented. Like, he... It's just a shame. Fucking Terry Funk was old as dirt. That dude fucking lived just a fucking crazy oh. ass wrestler's life. Fucking should have been dead. Should have been dead like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, easily. Yeah. But oh my god, that dude was a legend. So they fucking yeah. It's been a rough week. God damn, fucking people gotta stop that. Bob fucking Barker died. I almost oh, yeah. forgot Bob fucking Barker. Everybody fucking knows Bob Barker and that like. Just what the fuck? Listen, if you when you were if you're in our age group or a very similar age group or similar close to it, if your ass stayed home sick from school, yeah, yeah. you watched oh. the fucking Prices Right with Bob Barker. Yeah, yeah, you didn't really have anything else. I mean, for our age, like it was like fucking soap operas and infomercials at best for mm. most of the time. You if you were lucky enough to have cable and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it still wasn't... Yeah, everyone watched fucking Bob. Everybody watched Bob when they were sick. Yep. Saltines, ginger ale, and fucking Bob Barker. And a puke pan. Yep. <laughs> Plinko. Plinko, baby. Yep. Absolutely. So... Um, other than that, I, I don't have any news that I can think of. The actor's strike and writer's strike is still going on. So, like, just be prepared for a lot of reality television watching and oh, yeah. shit. Um, I, I think we started watching the West Wing. Um, Shannon had never seen it. I think I'd seen the first three or four seasons of it. Great series. Like, Great show. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, w- she's rewatching like the first couple of seasons, few seasons right now, and then I'll join her when I really left off. But um, yeah, it, there's just fucking. I mean, I think that's going to be a lot of what my viewing is is shit that I haven't seen or haven't seen in a really long time that maybe she hasn't. Um, but, yeah, we got done watching the newsroom. I don't know if you were on when I talked about that, but that was a fucking amazing show. And just, I like, never got three... It, it was three really good... Like, it was weird to me, because it was just... What they were talking about was, like, kind of a, a fucking roadmap to the future of what's going on in the news and politics today. It was fucking... It was, it was crazy. Um, really underrated show, but it was written by Aaron Sorkin. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, 
that dude wrote the West Wing. I'll fucking and Shannon loved the newsroom, so I was like, and that was just something I was like, fuck it, I want to give that a watch because there wasn't anything on. Um, so then she was like, oh, that was really good. I go, I think you'll like the West Wing. So we're watch rewatching that, but I think that's pretty much what like our viewing is going to be, other than whatever they have in the can right now, which seems like they're going to be running out somewhat soon. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it, I mean, it's, the studios can hold out, I think, a lot longer. It's, and it's not, people have to remember, this is not, we're not, it's not talking about the Tom Cruises of the world. This is talking about all the other people, like the 80% yeah. of the actors who are in writing that don't too. make a lot of, exactly. Because they, the, I still think, I think we talked about it when it first started, before the actors went on strike. The, one of the Kevin Smith podcasts and Mark Bernard kind of went through it and he explained, OK, you know, a writer sells this script for whatever, $80,000. OK, all right. California taxes, almost 50 percent gone, right? 40. And then you pay your agent and this and that and that. And then if you don't sell another script, you have to live on $27,000 a year in L.A. So <laughs> and, and they also went through. If you read some of the things recently, uh, like with the writers, the proposal, it would cost Amazon, I'm talking 0.0016% of their income. I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not like this gigantic amount. Uh, it, it's just, it's insane. Um, and I, I think... I think they're right to kind of head this off, especially this AI stuff, because yeah, that, that they AI wanted, stuff is they wanted to like use and they wanted to use for 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 visuals, like mm-hmm. to perpetually use like a background actor's image and only pay them once. Yep. What they need to do is they they there has to be, and I don't know how you force them to they they need to show what these what the numbers the streaming numbers are and not the well this yeah. is number one on Netflix for today because. That's where when you see some of these actors on these big shows like, uh, you know, we watched uh, This Is Us, which was like the biggest drama NBC's had in over a decade. And they, didn't get sh- they don't get shit when it plays on Hulu. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like yeah. it's not like the days of like Seinfeld. Like right now, Seinfeld and 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 uh, um, uh, what's his name? Da- uh, Larry David and the, and the cast of Friends, dude, they make. In like three hundred and some million dollars, like I know the friends get people do. They make over a hundred million a piece every year in residuals. Jesus, it's because but, I mean you think about it, it's but it makes sense because it's still watched on all these platforms. So I don't know, it's just yeah, I, I'm feeling we're gonna get some really crappy stuff coming forward here, like this uh, yeah. reality TV non-scripted bullshit. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Um, shit, lost my notes. Uh, I think one of the shows I watched on Joe's—I think it was Joe's recommendation. It was um, what we recorded with uh, the nerdaholics there. Uh, Hijack. Yeah. On Apple, that was fucking good. Like. 
straight up that was that was an entertain. I when we talked about it, Lenny was like, at the end he wanted this weird twist, which I kind of understood where he was coming from, but that show was so good and like so well like told and just the way they did everything and the way he was manipulating the situation like at at every moment oh just fucking Idris Elba was amazing in that just absolutely entertaining from beginning to end there were moments where I was be playing a snap game and I fucking would forget about my game because the fucking show was sucked me in. It was just so, so entertaining, dude. Like, mm, Where, absolute what, Jedi. What service it's is on Apple? On? Apple oh, TV. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Fucking Apple TV is going to make me fucking pony up to get their subscription. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like, it, it actually, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. For what Apple TV offers, yes. they're, they're, their subscription rate is not that bad because like I forget I have Apple TV but they have like great shows that like when they have it they really need to do a better job of marketing shit because they have Ted Lasso like they have fucking like uh the morning shows really good fucking um um uh, the fuck the outer space one, I'm drawing a blank. Um, for all mankind. For all mankind. For all mankind. Oh my god, dude! Like it's, they just have great show after great show, and even if they don't have like a hit uh, all the time, it's still good quality. Like they don't cheap out on any of the shit they do. It's, it's well worth the subscription rate for sure. Um, but. Yeah, Hijack is definitely a Jedi for me. Uh, I watched Fast X 10, whatever the fuck. Oh, my God, I am so mad because now I know I have to watch Fast 11 because the motherfuckers left it on a clip. Yeah, do you really? I do. I, do I you do. really? And you know, and you know <laughs> why? Because, because I'm at this point invested and i need to see the end of this i need to see this fucking franchise die and so so i can tell you wait 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 wait. i can tell you what's gonna happen in fast 11 there's gonna be a car chase there's gonna be some impossible shit that's gonna happen there's gonna be explosions and fucking vin diesel's gonna say it's for family yeah dude it's so bad so I was going to put it on one day while I was working just as background noise. And because like, whatever it's, it, it's noise. And that's all it is. I wasn't really going to pay attention to it. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not going to do it. Cause she, if I watch it and Shannon finds out, I watched it. She'll probably be like, well, we could have watched it together. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just hold off. And one of the days when we were like the searching for something to find, watch, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, let's watch Fast 10. And, oh my God, it is so outlet. Like, <laughs> it, the funny part about it is, are the people who go into this movie knowing 
that it's corny and that they're not taking themselves seriously. Like John Cena, Jason Statham, fucking like the the actors who are like, okay, this is just absolute ridiculousness and we're going to play into it. Make makes sense. Everybody else who's been in this cast from like day fucking one, take this like it's fucking Shakespeare. And it makes it so unbearable to watch because you're going, you know there's no fucking way on the planet any of this could absolutely ever, ever, ever happen. And they are acting like, oh my God, this is real and we need, like, it, there's just no disbelief in their performance. And I'm just like sitting there going, I don't, I don't get it. It's, I didn't, and it's, it's so bad. And the so writing's bad. horrible. Yeah. Like, it's just cliche after cliche. It's, oh my God. Well, it, it, it's awful. But I want to see this franchise die. Like, I need the next movie to be the end of it. And then to be like, okay, fine, this is where we split off. There's no more going to be, like, no more actual main Fast and Furious titles. If we do Hobbs and Shaw or whatever the fuck, okay, but no more fat. Like, it's just got to die. But uh, honestly, honestly, if they didn't leave it on a cliffhanger, if they ended it and they were like, okay, we're going to lead into the next movie, but it's not going to, like, depend on it, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm out. I don't really care. But now that they left it on the cliffhanger with The Rock coming back, like, now I'm kind of intrigued because I'll watch The Rock do pretty much anything because he is that charismatic. And he doesn't believe the bullshit that he's putting out there. But still, like... He believed he he was Black Adam. (laughs) Well, did he? Did he? he? He did. He did. I'm sorry. He did. Love it. Love it. He did. Um, but Jason Momoa in that fucking Fast X, that he Dude. his character just killed me. Like he was so over the top, and his and he was yes. so all over the place that I was just like, "Dude, you are just not believable whatsoever." I it, but that's I was okay with that. Like again. I'm fine with that performance because he's like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, the whole concept, this whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm going to play a ridiculous fucking character. Okay, great. Fucking at least have fun doing it. But like, the character, and, but it was annoying. He was, it he was, was, whatever. He was whatever. fucking annoying. I will, I, dude. Everything about that movie was annoying. Vin Diesel's fucking annoying. Like every everybody who takes themselves that fucking seriously in that movie is fucking annoying. Like ludicrous. I love Luda, but goddamn it, dude, you're you're not like Matt Damon, dude. You are not trying to give a fucking Oscar caliber performance or something. Like you, fucking stop, stop. Just have fun. And none of those fucking people look like they were having fun. They were, they were buying into their own bullshit. Jason Momoa was like, "Fuck this! I'm absolutely just gonna ham it up and not give a shit." Whatever. It, that if he was the like, he 
he was probably more enjoyable than anything else in that fucking movie. Because that movie was just fucking dumb. Was it as bad as Morbius? No. No. Nothing will still be as bad as Morbius. <laughs> but this is this is pretty close. This is, this is well, pretty the, bad. The Flash apparently was a bigger bomb financially than Morbius, so... Dude, that fuck that movie. I fuck you. I, agree with I you. watch it again. The, I like to it. To this day, but... to this day, I, I uh, when you posted that the set about like um you had watched the Flash and it was good. I the second half of that movie is fucking great. It, it's so fun. Like it, it is what you need for that character. The problem was. That first half destroys it because he's just so insufferable, fucking insufferable. And that Agreed. CGI, it's it's all the awful. CGI was horrible, dude. Yeah, the CGI was not CGI was not was not great. So, but I get it. I get the people who like it and stand by it, but it's only because the second half of that movie is really good. Like they they had something there. They just piss poor DC execution as always. Um, speaking of speaking of piss poor DC execution, did you did either of you guys see Blue Beetle? No, no, no. Nope. Nah. nah, me neither. Don't <laughs> want to either. <laughs> Moving right I, along. Yeah, in, in all honesty, I haven't heard anything that I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go see that. I maybe if it hits, like I did the smart thing. I watched Flash on Plex, so I didn't even give the watch to DC or Warner Brothers. I'm like, fuck that. You you guys aren't aren't getting that little notch on from my belt. I'll do the same thing with Blue Beetle because I'm the, just like whatever. Fuck you guys. I none of this makes any sense. I. This movie's not needed either for your universe. If it is whatever part universe you're using, fuck it. Done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of things that are done, uh, Secret Invasion, um, I'm kind of MCU'd out, man. I'm I'm so over the same hurried, overproduced endings that don't give the respect to the stories and and just not doing it right now, man. It it secret and it it was rough and the fact that you fucking you end up showing that Rhodey doesn't know anything about anything since. Civil War at the end of that. Like, oh my god, dude, like, that is fucked up. That's so fucked up. That's not even right. So, whatever. It wasn't absolutely the worst, but it's forgettable. And that's that's a sad thing to say about it. It was bad. It was bad because it had the makings of being great. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that had, and I, I got to fault Sam Jackson here, Samuel L. Jackson, although we love him as Nick Fury, I, he, he's getting, he's, 
he's been in a role for too long. He's he's too old for that. Like that show needed, I think, the Falcon and Winter Soldier energy in terms of their action scenes, and yeah, the, just the scenes with Nick Fury were just so tired and bored. And really, like, he was the worst part of the show. Uh, (laughs) The guy who played, was it Gavick? Garrick? Yeah. Gavick. He was great. He was great um, up until the last episode. Um, In that last scene, um, Emily Clark, who's not not known to, to be a great actress to hold it down, she did all right. It's just... The main actors are just like it was just bad, and that that fight scene, that CGI fight scene at the end was just ridiculous. It was it was bad. It was really really bad. Yeah. And I just the the story I, I don't know what it's going with the story. So now this one character has is literally the most powerful being in the in the Marvel universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. You well, they had to re-OP someone else. Like, you couldn't just have an OP Captain Marvel. Now you need an OP Super Scroll. But that's not... That's even... Like, that's like OP squared. Like, yeah, if, like... She, if she had, like, three different power sets, or she had, like, like the original Super Scroll, if she had four power sets, even if it didn't have to be the four... Power sets of the Fantastic Four, which is the original Super Scroll in the Marvel Uni- in the Marvel comic books, had it had the four characters, the four superpowers of the of the Fantastic Four. Give her four a power set of four, and that would have been okay. But mm-hmm. you give her like what was it like twenty three different superhero um traits? Thanos, Thor, like come on, really? And the fact that she had instant knowledge of how to use all of these powers. <laughs> Drax, Drax, Mantis. There was no learning curve whatsoever. She got the powers and she was immediately able to access all of them. It was, it, I was just sitting there like, are you fucking sitting? Are you serious with this right now, MCU? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I, I, but I, I am with you, David. I am MCU'd out. I as I'm actually Star Wars out, and we're going to talk about Ahsoka in a few. I'm I, I'm 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 sorry. I I'm I, I'm I'm Disney Plus. Disney anything Disney right now has gotten me like I'm just like whatever, dude. Just whatever. Just put it out there. Let's get it over with. And. and well, you know, let's move on. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I'm just done. Visible gasp. No, I know, dude. No. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. Well, we will fucking talk about it. I fucking loved the first three episodes of Ahsoka. I like. I bought in, and I feel bad for anyone who hasn't watched Rebels because. This really relies on you having some kind of rebels knowledge. Yeah, a hundred percent. I like. Mm-hmm. There's yes. no. The, you're not jumping into this going, oh shit, I'm gonna catch up with all these people. There is, there's a lot, a lot of history here that if you're, if you don't know, you're not really into this show. 
at all. Um, but I have, I have fucking loved the first three episodes. I, I like the fact that she's trying to get Sabine taught as a jet. Well, whatever, Forge user, not necessarily a Jedi. I'm intrigued with where it's going. I can't wait for. For them to bring in Thrawn and Ezra, like I'm fucking, I'm down for all of it right now. I've right, absolutely. Well, let, let's 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 finish through everything because I, I do have some 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 stuff to say about it. But okay, um, that's all I have for shit that I've watched. Really, like I said, it's been crazy. Actually, I do have a crazy recommendation. I fucking. I found out you can rent fucking or not rent, but you can do audio books from the fucking library. So I've been fucking listening to Star Wars books while I've been working. It is. Mm. I, I listened to fucking the second book of the Thrawn trilogy, the new Thrawn trilogy from Timothy Zahn, which is kind of why I'm like bought into Ahsoka as well. Cause I'm reading a lot, or not reading. I'm Wait, listening is that, to a lot of Thrawn. Is that the one with Vader? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. I read it. I, I read, yeah, I read, yeah, good, good book. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and then, so now I'm on to the third book in that series, and then I I know they have Darth Plagueis there. I know they have Revan on line there, so I am, like, I'm fucking stoked because, like, I would rather listen to this and fucking have YouTube videos playing all the time. So I am psyched. I fucking, if you can't, if you have a fucking public library card, fucking go on like Libby uh, um, or uh, Hoopla and you can fucking get audio books through your library. I was like, what the fuck? This is free. This is amazing. I'm so psyched. It's fantastic. So, my little recommendation of the week for everyone. So, so you just you just don't you just you just download them like how how do you like? So I went to, I go through Google through Libby and or I go I Google Libby, save that page, sign up and everything. But like you pick if you have a library. You said Libby. Libby L I B B Y. Libby. Um. If you have a public library card and your public library offers audiobooks, you can check out an audiobook and just listen to it basically through Google. Like I have it, that fucking website saved and just bookmark it when I'm not listening to it. And then every time I just go back to my favorites, open it up, fucking start listening to it. It's, it's fucking fantastic, dude. I just, I was like, oh my God, this is. This is absolutely amazing. Who who fucking knew? Apparently, a lot of people do because this wasn't news to some people. But to me, I'm just like, I don't know why I didn't know about this and wasn't doing this for this long. The shit I would have listened to. or Use your tax whatever. dollars, man. Fucking right, dude. Goddamn right. But that's all I got, Joe. Don't. I mean, the got? only the only thing that I've got, uh, we're going to talk about Ahsoka, but just a couple of things. 
started watching season the final season season three of Physical on Apple TV Plus. That's with Rose Byrne. Um, I don't know who the fuck else is in there, but uh, if anybody has seen it, it's like a story of it's like the Olivia Newton John era kind of thing of aerobics and and uh, this one woman's. I mean, she's kind of a messed up person and what she goes through. It's it's pretty good show. It's not the best, but you know, the, at least they're gonna wrap up the se- the 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 story storyline with season three. So, and the other thing that uh, I'm in is season two of Heels. Stephen Amell. That's the wrestling drama. It's super good this season. Um, I, th- there's if there's a lot of wrestling so far in the first four episodes. Um, in addition to the personal stories and the background stories and all that. So it's, it's really good. I really hope this gets a third season. I know Amel got in trouble. He had David the, the, the next day after Raleigh con when the, at the panel and he was, he, he put his foot in his mouth saying his strikes aren't good and all that. And, oh, uh, no. yeah. And he had to walk back everything and he said, I'm a really an idiot. And, so and he well he had to do it twice because then his his apology wasn't <laughs> the best. <laughs> so I think last week he was on the picket line. So it and, and there, I understand the reason he said what he said is he wants his show to have a third season. He can't talk about his show and his show is literally premiering that weekend. Right. It's like the worst case scenario for and he's not he's not a tom hanks or anybody like that that has got you know projects left right and everywhere so this is important to him and i understand that and so i can i give him a pass on it it's you know and the same thing fucking zach zachary levi can't keep his damn mouth shut either because he said he what did he uh, say well he said this kind of the same thing about strikes or whatever uh, but then, but then also for the two weeks prior to that, every time I opened my fucking news app, he was saying how there's a big discrepancy between the audience uh, score and the, the critics of Shazam 2. I'm like, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> you are the worst. You know, one of the stories says is you know Zachary Levi finally realizes the was a problem with Shazam 2, and I'm like, and I commented, I'm like, yeah, he looked in the mirror finally. He's the problem with the fucking movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, sh- dude, shut up. All right? It was a flop. It's always going to be a flop. And you're terrible. So that's it. <laughs> but no, he, but heels, heels, anybody likes wrestling, man. It's a, it's a great show. It's a really good show. So, uh, but that, that's all. That's really, that's really it. I mean, um, We've been traveling, and I've been playing Marvel Snap, so <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. we're coming up on a year, David, aren't we? But we have to be, easily. Was it like November last year? When it, when it, we'll have I to look. So. Still know. fucking that, fun, man. Yeah, I don't know what the absolutely. hell. I don't know what DC Dual Force is doing, but. Uh, Dude, I fucking, I absolutely, like, I heard it was PC only, and they're doing a launch, yeah. and I'm like. Well, what the fuck? Like, all right, I so it's a game I'm not going to be able to play. Cool, awesome. Thanks for getting it all hyped up. That's great. That's fuck you, pissed. Yes. Whatever. 
I'm glad because snaps more than enough. I fucking like it's honestly not as bad as it used to be because I've been playing. I'm I'm trying to get used of my PS5 and the shit that I pay for. So I actually downloaded Diablo two and three, and I'm like, oh shit, this is actually kind of fun. I didn't had never played them before, so Snap has calmed down a little bit for me, but still, if I'm on my phone and just a free hour, it's Snap that that in like easily all uh, as often as possible right a free hour like like when you're standing online for galaxy's edge dude i i legit i played a lot of snap like i i bet you did that was that was the other thing was like i was also trying not to kill my battery so like i was trying to like pace out my games so i wasn't like because Use a lot of battery life playing that game. And if you're sitting there just straight up three, four hours go by, you drained a good chunk of your battery. You're plus you're at Disney World, so you're fucking pictures and all that shit. Fucking and with my experience with the as much messaging Joe as I was doing, I was fucking chewing through my battery that day. It was Oh my god. All right, Doug, what do you got? Uh not much either. However, I I do have um Muscles and Mayhem, the unauthorized story of the American Gladiators. That's right. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, I I just knew I was gonna fucking be on American Gladiators. I fucking loved that show. I was a fat little fat fuck, and there was absolutely no way I was ever going to make it onto that <laughs> show. But you couldn't tell me nothing when that fucking music hit and they started introducing the gladiators. I fucking love that show. That was the that was the the granddaddy of American Ninja, of um, all these like competition shows, like the challenge, whatever, whatever, whatever these reality shows are now. Um, and this is a, I, I, think, I forget what it was. I think it was like four episode, um, three or four episodes. No, actually five episodes of a uh, supposedly unauthorized documentary. But it seemed pretty authorized because they had a bunch of the gladiators on there. And over the course of these five episodes, they take you back and kind of tell you the entire story. And oh, my God. Like. A lot of things in fucking Hollywood, you never you never know. Like when you're a kid or when you're watching it or you're a fan of something. Mm-hmm. Back in those days, like when we were like when the when the internet wasn't so prevalent and you didn't get all of these like, you know, behind the scenes reports and blogs and everything that was in YouTube videos that were dedicated to this. Like you didn't know. You just you sat down and, and devoured the entertainment that you had it for the one hour. And I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Well produced. Well, you know, the gladiators were great. The competitors was great. I had no fucking clue all the shit that they had to go through for <laughs> to bring to bring that show to to air and the fact that it almost was a, a miserable failure the first season. 
um, a lot of the stunts, um, not the stunts, the um, a lot of the uh, the what do you call the things? The um, the competitions, the, 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 yeah. the, indiv- the a lot of the individual, a lot of the individual competitions with the the gladiators versus the competitors. They were not they were not thought out really well. They were not like they didn't have like really good material for the gladiators, so they were getting hurt. Um, like the insane one with the joust and the one where they were swinging down and had to like knock them oh. off the the pedestal, where the gladiator was standing yeah. on this like six foot high pedestal, and the competitor would swing like Tarzan from this ledge and try to knock the gladiator off. And the gladiator, the only thing he had was the old football pads to kind of cushion the blow. <laughs> Holy shit. Looking at it now, I'm like, there's fucking no, that's no way that they could, that, that they should be doing that. The human body is not designed to get collide, to have that type of collision, but they did it. <laughs> and it was great. It was so fucking great. And, they took they they told the story of like the original gladiators and how they like were recruited and the 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 backs the behind the scenes um you know back and forth with the producers and then of course you know the thing with the the fact that the gladiators were getting paid shit they got oh. paid this they got they they signed this one contract that helped that was kind of encompassing everything all the show they, they didn't get any residuals we were talking about residuals earlier they didn't get residuals they didn't get if they got hurt they were just out like it right. was a boilerplate and they didn't and they didn't want to be out because they could be you know their place mm-hmm. taken by some new roided out person <laughs> exactly they were replaced they were replaced um and that was just a TV show. Then they talked about, and I don't, and I remember, I re, I vaguely remember they talked about the um, arena tour, where they basically took the show and took it on a tour of the country. And I think they did like something like 300 dates. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and they were, it was the most expensive tour to date i think at that time and probably still is because you think about all the equipment they had to pull to every arena um and then what happened was the gladiators the same gladiators that were on tv they signed up and then they would have to perform for those 300 nights and they would get hurt um and then they would have to you know they were traveling on bus all around the country so they were on these buses it was bad like it was really really bad like when you when you go back and listen to their stories like the original ones nitro uh storm zap turbo did they talk did they talk to lace please they i yes they did talk to lace oh lace um they talked they talked to um, i think they talked to almost all the original ones um and like you know, they 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 held up pretty well. I mean, they they all did pretty good for themselves in terms of like you know, survivability. You know, yeah, but yeah. geez, it was it was it was amazing. Like I, if you were a fan of the show, I if you're a fan of if you just want to kind of know where this whole genre came out, this competition reality competition genre, like watch this on Netflix. I recommend it. Um, I gave I gave it a, a fucking I will give it a Jedi. 
um, just for the nostalgia and just the loving it and just, you know, understanding everything that happened behind the scenes. I, I was, um, wasn't, that, wasn't that a show, David, when we watched that, we watched that other one. Yeah, the, wasn't, it was on ESPN. It, it was like yeah, a thirty didn't, for. Didn't wasn't wasn't the Gladiators on because of a the the right the strike at that time? Yes, I think so. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. So yep. interesting. Yes. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yep, that's that's yeah. how I think the show kind of broke through was because they needed something quick because of the writer's strike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the one on ESPN was was pretty fucking entertaining actually, which it dealt more with the actual true beginnings and the and the producers behind it the the inventors which it was this fucking weird story anyway the whole thing about american gladiators was just fucking a strange fucking story from beginning to end anyways like the it's it it's amazing to me the amount of chaos that was just came from this but like again you didn't know any of the shit that was going on you just watched it like mesmerized at this shit i i would fuck every time i watched it i'm like oh i do so much better i was like you know fucking 13 years old of course thinking Mm -hmm. i'd be a smart ass yeah no that shit was brutal they they fucked each other up. <laughs> oh my god, it was crazy. Well, they were remember they were showing that one with it was what they were headed. They were blowing it up with a leaf blower instead of you know yeah. a commercial air thing. And when they when he when you had the one where it's hang tough, and he pulled the guy down, and the guy was on top of him, and he came down and broke his back or whatever neck or I mean just yeah, yeah. insane yeah. insane. It was brutal, brutal. The um. The the competition where they had the uh, I think it was it was it the no not the gauntlet I think that was the, that was the final one, the yeah. one where it was like uh, they had to run, like they got a football and they had to run past one yeah, yeah. one defender and then they got they're gonna circle and they had to pull the guy like that breakthrough shit was, I think was that breakthrough breakthrough something like that yeah, um there were a couple of fights from that because people took it started to take it personally like the hits that they were taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh, it was great. Um, <laughs> definitely recommend that. Um, yeah, uh, I know Muscles and Mayhem. I know Farai's story of American Gladiators. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about this or if you watched this. Did you guys talk about uh, Extraction Two? No, no, I, I haven't watched it. it yet. Had I fucking? Oh my god, I love that. I love the movie. I. Hats off to the, the the producers of the show, uh, the director, the writer, the was it the um, what do you call them? The brothers that did um, the Avengers, brothers. the Russo brothers. Hats off to them. They picked up and the action sequences in this. This is a this is an action movie, action movie. Like if you love the old the the old style, Stallone. Uh, Schwarzenegger, like yeah. those action, mm-hmm. those movies, and what what? So the movie basically picks up literally. If you saw the first movie, it picks up right from there. Um, the guy, uh, I forget, uh, Tyler Rake, he survives the the first one, which obviously, like if you, is a little, it's blown out of proportion, but 
He shouldn't have survived, but he survives. And he comes, he makes it back. He gets healed. They, there's a mission to bring him back. And this time he has to go rescue a woman that's being held, her and her kids are being held captive within a Russian prison. And when I tell you the the fight sequences, the choreography of this show, of this movie is phenomenal. I, I very rarely rewind sequences and watch them right back to back. Like I'll watch, like if it's a good movie, I'll watch it. This movie, I had to go back and watch the the sequence where they break out of the prison is probably one of the best sequences I've seen, action sequences. And the final sequence where they're in this tower and they're being attacked, it's phenomenal. I saw this move, I saw this on Netflix the same weekend I saw The Flash. And <laughs> having those two movies with The Flash and all the CGI that was there and that clusterfuck and then seeing right after that, seeing this movie with almost no CGI, all these practical effects, and just like it was just so telling. Like, damn, you really the CGI is great, but if you lose something of these action sequences when it's when it's all on computer and it like if you watch this i'm telling you you will enjoy this movie i fucking jedi the fuck out of this movie wow um i'm actually gonna probably watch it again probably this weekend because i ain't got nothing else going on um and it it, it um it um it brings in um the first from the first movie his handler um, I forget her name. I think her last name is Khan in the movie. I can't forget. I don't know the actress's name. She plays a bigger role in this movie. She's hot as fuck. She's smoking. She kicks ass. It's believable that she's, you know, the shit that she's going through. Um, and they set up a third movie, which I, I cannot wait for. So I'm all in for Extraction 2. You guys got to watch it. I think you will definitely enjoy it. Yeah, I, Did you guys, I know I, 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 know I like the first one. Yeah. You enjoyed so the I'll, first I'll one? You, you'll, yeah. you'll fucking enjoy the second one. I'm surprised you guys haven't seen it. Like it's been out for like since the beginning of the summer. Like I watched it like in like June or July or something like that. Fucking Chris Hemsworth Hensworth fucking did his thing in this one, man. Give him all the fucking stars for this one. Nice. Um Okay. So the only other thing I watched, I watched Invasion. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But real quick, just a throwaway movie. Just for the fucking shits and giggles I watched last weekend um, on Netflix. Again, um, Hidden Strike. Do you know, do you, do you guys know what this is? Uh, I think it's on my queue. It's like, I can't remember, though. <laughs> I think somebody said David. I should watch it. <laughs> David. You know, I for some reason it's sounding familiar and I don't know why and I don't think it's a good thing. Two words, Jackie Chan. That's it, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan and John Cena are in this movie. That's it. That's why. Yeah. 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 Two ex ex special forces. They play two ex um, special forces soldiers. Of course they do. 
they have to escort a group of civilians. um, I didn't, I honestly, this wasn't my first choice. I didn't want to watch it at first, but I was like, fuck it. You know what? Because I, I, I didn't know if Jackie Chan. I love Jackie Chan's movies. His, his movies were fucking fun when he was in his in his prime. I got to say, the chemistry in this one, the, the action sequences were not as good as Extraction. They, they, they tried to do it. They were over the top. Not as bad as Fast X. So it's somewhere <laughs> in, between, in between there. Um, there was one sequence that was just like, oh, come the fuck. Like, I definitely, they definitely, like, use Fast X. Fast and Furious as an inspiration for this one, but um, the, there's a lot of fault with the movie. Storyline is kind of eh. There's a lot of um, it, you could tell that this movie was made for a Chinese a China Chinese or um audience mm-hmm. as well because a lot yeah. of the movie is is in you know they're speaking in Chinese and there's a lot of so you could understand it's dedicated to that. I would the the biggest positive of this movie is Jackie Chan's performance and his chemistry with John Cena. John Cena is not the greatest actor in the world. Definitely can't <laughs> ca- cannot carry a movie like The Rock can carry a movie, even a ridiculous movie. But the interaction and the chemistry between him and Jack Jackie Chan is genuinely funny. It's, He's. It's not as great a partnership as Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, um, but it works for this movie. And they actually have some really funny dialogue and some really funny scenes. It's a short movie. Like it's only like about an hour and like hour and a half or something. Like a little bit over an hour and a half. Like it's not a very long movie. It's not a deep movie. You can put it on in the background and watch it. Um, but it's just. I mean, it's fun. It's flawed but fun. So yeah. um, I'll I'll give a panel on like just if you like these types of movies, you would you might even give it a Jedi because just because of you know just because of Jackie Chan and John Cena. Um, Invasion. Have you guys, Joe? I think you said no. you watched the first season. I watched the first season and it was. I'm trying to remember if I finished the first season. I I, I may have not have finished it because I, I was like, is it going somewhere? Are there gonna be like creatures? Is this like, gonna be all suspense thing? So I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's it's so invasion for anyone um listening that doesn't know. It's a it's a story of how the world um faces an alien invasion. Um and they tell it through the perspective of like three or four different characters right um there's the uh the chinese astronaut or the tr- she's actually a a specialist um an engineering specialist and her girlfriend is an astronaut and they the chinese chinese china sends up a shuttle that gets compromised um there's sam neil who that story was weird because i thought it was going to be more of a focus but it actually was just like he was in it for like two or three episodes and then it disappeared, but he's a he plays a sheriff in a midwest midwestern town like Middle America town. Yeah. And there's some crop circles that show up. Then you have the three the the four kids in London look group of kids in London that they're getting one of the kids has epilepsy and um he's getting picked on but they go out for a field trip and they get stranded out in the middle of nowhere during the invasion. 
Um, and then they have there was what one more who else? Um, oh, the soldier in Iraq, Iraq or or Afghanistan. Uh, a black I forget the guy's name. Um, I thought it was uh, this guy, uh, Denzel Washington's son, but it's not him. Um, he plays a, his 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 um, his soldier. His his unit is out in Afghanistan and they get called out um, to the desert and they encounter the aliens. And then the main character, what I guess is the main character, is this um, F, um, this young lady. She's um, Iranian, I believe, and her and her family and her kids are her two kids and her her husband. They're living in like Long Island or something like that. And she she's playing the housewife that gave up her her life for her husband. And she uh, because of the, the alien invasion and what goes on. She takes charge and she becomes an alpha woman. Those are the basic storylines. It's a very slow, slow start. It takes about, I would say, three or four episodes to really get the story going the way it needs to get going. But once it does get going, I got to say, I it, 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 it hooked me in. Like after I got past episode three, I was like, oh, I'm going to finish this. And I finished it within like the, the next day. And then I caught up to the to season two premiered. I caught up to season two. Season two starts off a little bit different with a little bit more action, but you can tell they're they're telling a deliberate story and it's very it's kind of measured out. You you want to think it's it's something like um what was that movie uh the War of the Worlds. Yeah, it's yeah. Kinda in, it's yeah. kind of in that. It's kind of in that. Yeah, that's what I would figured. But it's not so much that because the aliens they don't have like one big massive attack. Like they start slow, and you don't know. Like like the people don't know what's going on. They think it's natural disasters, and then they do this like fake out where they you think they take out the aliens, but then they really don't. And then when season two pick up, it's like a time jump of like four months. And they're still battling the the aliens, but the aliens are becoming like taking over the earth slowly. So it's really a slow boil, but I'm enjoying it because like I really like I had gotten away from sci-fi for a while, and like this was like really the first sci-fi that I got into. That I was like, you know what, this is something that I'm sink my teeth into, and uh, I'm enjoying it. So I would I would I would give it a high padawan. Um, it's on Apple Plus. Uh, like I said, season one, 10 episodes, I think it's like 10 episodes and season two just premiered. So it's like, they have like two episodes down. I think the third one's coming up this week. Um, I'll, I'm definitely in it. And I, I kind of got some ideas of where they're going with certain things. And it's one of those, it's, 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 it's a head scratcher a little bit, but it's still also pretty good. Great graphics too. Yeah. Not surprising. All yeah, right. they, they always so, all the Apple all the Apple stuff always looks good. Yeah, there I I've never seen a bad CGI moment on Apple yet where it's like oh what the fuck yeah the, they're just they know where to sink their money. So I I guess the last thing we got is Ahsoka and I I need to hear it Dunk I need to hear why you don't like Ahsoka. All right. Uh, this is hard. So I was looking forward to this series. 
I and I, I'm I'm not I haven't given up on it. But first of all, it's boring as fuck. <laughs> so you tell me, am I wrong? And the delivery of all the actors, they talk very slow and very deliberate. And every time they talk, there's like a two to there's like a three to four second gap in between the next person talking. It's like it's so frustrating. Like the I I I guess the, the directors told them that all of the characters, Ahsoka, Sabine, Hera, they all have to be kind of stoic-like. So they all like talk in this very stilted, very monotone delivery. And I'm like, it's even the, the, the what's the name of uh, the Morgan Lesbeth, the, the, the bad guy, the bad, the, the Daphomir uh, witch. Like she talks in a very slow delivery, and it's just, it's very annoying. And I just like, it kind of like threw me off. The first episode was like an hour, was like 55 minutes, but it seemed like it took like an hour and a half. They could have cut like 20 minutes out of that. The first episode, they could have cut 20 minutes. Um, but other than that, I love Rebels, the the the, the, the TV show, and. I heard the earlier, the earliest, the early, you know, reports were that this was going to be kind of like Rebel season five, which I was cool with. Love Thrawn, love, love Ahsoka, love what they did with her in, in Rebels. But I, I don't know. It just seems to me like they're. I know what they're doing. They're trying to expand the Star Wars universe. They're trying to. What they've what they've been trying, what Disney's been trying to do for a very long time, they're trying to move away from a certain a certain period, and by clearly saying that the main baddie is in another galaxy, you're trying to expand the universe. I get that, I, but I just it just it's not working for me. David, help me out. Like, what 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 am I missing? I don't know, dude, because, like, honestly, if your beef is with delivery, I don't get it. So, I will say, the first episode, I was not the biggest fan of Sabine, and I still have a little bit of an issue with the way Hera is being portrayed. I think with the stuff that Hera has been through, losing Kanan and everything else... I expected her to have a little more weight, a little more depth, or, you know, like, just more somber of a mood from Hera. And to me, she seems kind of, like, a little too upbeat, I guess. Like, not enough. She doesn't feel as though she's been through enough right now like this is someone playing her that maybe necessarily doesn't know the history of Hera that being said that's fine because not everybody knows Hera's history although I think you should if you're watching this series because it is fucking all rebels um Sabine 
took me the first episode. I, I wasn't completely sold on her. By the second episode, I felt she felt a little more Sabine-like. Um, and I, I by the end of the third episode, I was kind of bought in as her being Sabine. Um, I love Rosario as Ahsoka. So far, I I don't have a problem with the delivery, I guess. It, that doesn't affect me. I, I like that they're not bringing Thrawn in right off. I think it is something that you need to build to, it's like because this is this is not going to be it. I, I'm hope if you kill Thrawn off by the end of this season, like that's just a fucking waste. Like this is this is your chance to like really expand the universe, and I think a slow burn is fine, especially considering, dude, not everyone watched Rebels. I like. There's a lot of people I'll talk to that are like, I like Star Wars and shit, but I don't really know what's going on. I'm like, yeah, you didn't watch Rebels, so you kind of need to have a little bit of a catch-up lesson if you really want to know what's going on. Um, but because I know, I'm enjoying it because I do see it as a fifth season in a weird sort of way. And I, I like the fact that Ahsoka took an apprentice who's kind of like herself, just a little less talented at okay. base. <laughs> so like, uh, none of it really bothers me at this point. Like I, I'm, I'm bought in on the story. I'm bought in on the acting. Finally, I, I still have an issue with Hera. Dude, fucking Chopper is the shit. Dude, come on. That droid is awesome in the, in no, no the episode. Um, I I'm fine with the fact that they're the the mission this season is to get Thrawn and Ezra and resolve this. So to me I I think the pacing's fine. I, I they'll get to it. I I think the lightsaber battles have been fucking awesome. I I love the feel that they're kind of blending a lot. Like, you you know this is Filoni because he pulls a lot from the prequels and, and really, like, leans heavy on it. But I just, I'm bought in, man. I, I like where it's taking place. I like the fact that because this is after Return of the Jedi, you can, you have a little more freedom to play with how things are going i like the fact that you're learning that the fucking new republic is just like being retarded with the way they're they're doing they're like oh yeah we have fucking empire people all throughout like come on come fucking on people you don't think that they're some of these people are just fanatics so like whatever <laughs> like I I like all of this kind of like building into the the universe that we're going to be living in. So I don't have a problem with it at all. I've enjoyed it all so far. Joe, well I've I enjoy it. Um, it's yeah, especially coming off of we were talking about Secret Invasion and, and shows like <laughs> that, which is just a slog. I mean. 
uh, who would have thought that Star Wars people want to see lightsaber fights in a series? Like, come <laughs> yeah. Um, right. You know, the only thing, uh, yeah, I get, get what you're saying with that dunk. Um, and the, it, the last episode, when she did, when she was like with the lightsabers on the wing out in space, was, was like, it was reminded ridiculous. me of, it reminded me of Star Trek four or Star Trek six, you know, or, or first contact, first you know, contact. and then when they were fighting the, the Borg on the, like, Oh, fuck, that's right. No, like there's, <laughs> there's, there's no way that's a good strategy. There's absolutely no way. And I still don't know how their ship outran these small, fast little maneuverable dudes. You know what I mean? For the yeah. most part. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just interested to see, Again, this is a bit Rebel season five, so I don't really care. It's live action Rebel season five. That's all I want to see. So um, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be getting a, a flashback of Hayden Christensen with the young Ahsoka, Clone War era. So that I think that'll be cool uh, as long as they do it right. So how many episodes is this show? I think it's eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so David, let me ask you this. So, because there's a couple of story points that I that like I had a problem with. First off, and let me ask you. So, let me ask you your point, your your thoughts on this. Ahsoka's whole deal is that she's no longer Jedi. I am no Jedi. That is her mantra right now. Why the fuck are you trying to 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 train Sabine as a Padawan? So. She's that she's training her to use the force in the same way that she uses the force. You can be a force user without being a Jedi. And that which, is basically what is, they're trying to get to. Which is another point I was going to get to, but because I have a problem with that. But go ahead. Well, go ahead with what? No, no, I, no I, was, I, I thought you were going to finish, like, your explanation, but or what you were saying. I, 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 don't, I don't like that idea of the fact that you, that they're trying to say that any, anybody could be a Force user. Um, well, I me, don't think they're, no, I don't think they're saying anybody can be a Force user. I think you still have to have a, an ability co- to connect with the Force. So being does have that ability she's just not very good at it and ahsoka has never really been a a master a trainer so but that's what i'm saying like i don't know why she would why but like i think i think what she's trying to do is teach sabine how to use her abilities and and pull them out of her and how to use the force in a way without being having the doctrine of the Jedi behavior, just be able to use the force. Be, if Sabine has that ability, Ahsoka can be that mentor. So, and I think it was kind of hinted that that's what they were working on. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know. It kind of hit me as wrong, and and, and potentially like, because I don't, I don't think be, she's like, I don't think, I, I think where you're getting hung up is that maybe you think that Sabine isn't 
isn't isn't force sensitive. And, but like and Ahsoka is just Rebels trying to teach her. But I think I think Sabine is force sensitive. But see, I, they never established that. Even in Rebels, like even in Rebels, other than holding the the dark saber when she had the dark saber during season four, they established nothing of her being force sensitive. But they didn't have like that's the thing. Like now we're at a point where. Nine years have passed since the end of Rebels until at least now, so we're probably talking 13 years, somewhere along those lines, maybe. A lot of shit has happened. We don't know that what happened between Ahsoka and Sabine because they're kind of trying to fill in the backstory through dialogue and, and hinting at shit, but they're not coming right out and saying it. So I think you're supposed to understand that in that time, if if you watched Rebels, in between the end time and now, there was a moment where Ahsoka tried to train Sabine because she found out she was Force-sensitive and she just didn't take to the train. Like, they butted heads and shit like that. That is what they're trying to establish in, in those first three episodes. At least that's what I took from it. Yes, I don't know. It just it, it it I don't know. It just I I think that it, a lot that, of it is that like, plot point fell felt flat for me. And and that's fine. I like I get it sort of like I to me I'm not. I think a lot of people have a problem understanding like you you have such a large amount of time that has taken place and a lot of events like you're talking the entire original trilogy and you you don't even know the shit that Hera, Sabine and Ahsoka were going through during that time either you just know that they happen to be out there and Hera and Sabine were at least part of the rebellion so like so much shit has happened that you can't it Unless you come right out and say it, which is just kind of bad storytelling anyways, you kind of just have to hint at shit. And I think when fans look at it, we're having a hard time understanding that there's been so much time that passed. We're looking at this as almost a continuation immediately after season five, but it's not immediately after. That we you got to realize so much has gone on. Yeah, no, I I get that. I understand that, but I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't want to belabor it too much, but it just it just fell flat for me. Like Rebel spent so much time building up Ezra as a as a as a Jedi Force user and everything. Like there was nothing with Sabine, so it just it just was a really weird plot choice for me. Like I don't know. Um, the other thing that bothered me so much is it so. A little bit was Sabine taking a lightsaber strike and not like <laughs> like seriously like since Qui-Gon Jinn has anyone died from a lightsaber <laughs> I mean really Bad. Obi-Wan, I mean, Obi-Wan died yeah. from a lightsaber like yeah, that's no, true, I, yeah but I get it I get it you know like, what I mean I legit... you know what you know what they're doing like because in Obi-Wan right. in the Obi-Wan series 
what's her name took the 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 Grand Inquisitor and the Reva. Yeah. They both took lightsaber strikes to the to the to the torso, and they they were fine. Yeah, they and totally now, walked that shit off. They, they were walked like, that yeah, shit I don't off. Know. I don't know what, like, why why do that? Like, I mean, just have them glance the side or something. It's, right. But but if you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, I just, the funny memes have been going around where it's like Qui Gon's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I think they would try to argue location because they do kind of every time. Dude, they, they didn't have her in like a back to tank or anything. Like straight in the middle. Oh no, dude, she was fine. She's fine. It was it tis but a scratch, sir. Rub some dirt tis on. but it. a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> <is> Python. <laughs> yeah. Qui Gon Jinn and Han Solo, they got they got fucked with the lightsabers, man. They took it to the yeah. chest and they were done. Yeah, they were they 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 got the run and the deal for sure. Uh but no, I like yeah, that that shit's funny to me too where I was like cuz I was I was legit shocked. I'm like there's no way they fucking killed her off, but that was that was surprising like damn. They actually stabbed her. And then the, yeah. the next episode she's like, "Ah. All good, yo." I'm like, "Yeah. Oh god, here." Oh, yeah. that's out. You're out of your mind. So, but whatever. I get it. Like, you got to move the story forward. You can't have her fucking kneeling up in a back to tank for weeks. So, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I mean, the the other stuff. Like I said, I enjoy the fact that they that they made um the main uh, what's her name Morgan Elsbeth. They made her a Daphomir, uh, which yeah, which which brings which goes back to the Clone Wars. Darth Maul and Dar and 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 Savage oppressed, like that's a great. I think I love that that connection. I'm 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 really digging Ray Wise and his character and his apprentice. And, Dude, that that is so fucking heartbreaking knowing that he passed away and that yeah. no matter what, like no matter how the season ends. There's no way, there's no chance he's going to be in a season two. That fucking sucks my yeah. ass. He's so good in this, too. So good in it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and lightsabers are cool. So give me all the lightsaber fights you want. I, I, I'll I, definitely take them. Yeah. I, but that's I it. Really... I was just... I, I, uh, I, I hope it gets better for you. I hope you can... I kind of get where you're coming from, and I and I don't begrudge you the the criticisms you have. I just think it you got to give it a chance to. You have to take your fandom out of it a little bit and know that they're trying to tell this story to an audience that doesn't necessarily know Rebels, like we know fucking Rebels. So I, they kind of have to play a little loose with shit, and you have, you're gonna have to forgive them on shit or not. Fuck it. Hey, if it bothers you that much, so be it. But like, honestly, I I think for the story that they're trying to tell, and this knowing where that this eventually leads into the emperor cloning himself again because like all in all fucking as much as feloni loves the prequels 
he loves the extended universe. He loves pulling shit from the extended universe. He will straight up pull like rip off Heir to the Empire and put it out there in an Ahsoka series, which he can absolutely do. Like, come on, you're bringing Thrawn back in the age of after Return of the Jedi? Yeah, you're completely going to do Heir to the Empire. Because Heir to the Empire brings back Palpatine. Like, it, it was foretold this entire time. The most famous of the extended universe trilogies was that exact story that we basically got minus Ray and like really good characters. Uh, but it was that heir to the empire trilogy just tweaked out with, to try to update it, which didn't work out, but tweaked out badly. Yeah, dude, they really did. But if you think about it, like, Honestly, the way they're doing it now, bringing Thrawn back for him to kind of reestablish the fucking Empire into the First Order, and then fucking Palpatine coming back and all that shit, like, that's just heir to the Empire. It's just, they're doing it a fucking really long, drawn-out way. With a really crappy ending, fuckers. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I I I'm MCU'd out. I'm Star Wars out. I, I I what's what's after this? What's after Ahsoka? Star Wars. Oh, fuck. Is there anything planned? Star Wars coming out? I don't. I don't. Fucking I think so. Mandalorian, right? No. no, they didn't. They didn't. They haven't said anything about the uh, another season of the Mandalorian, which I doubt they're gonna do. I would. I would. Well, bet wait a minute. Aren't they? Aren't they doing like this? Is this 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 show Ahsoka is going to be left on a cliffhanger or something? And then aren't they're doing a movie, right? That's going to tie in the Man- Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all of this. I. You know what? There's been so much stuff that they've announced and then canceled. Oh, they are doing Skeleton Crew. They are doing it with Jude Law. Yeah, that, that dude, I heard that. Yeah, that I know. That's that's definitely in development. But I know Filoni talked about doing a Mandoverse, um, a Mandoverse movie, but I don't know. Like I I can't I don't remember if if it got canceled because it was a lot of stuff okay. that got pulled back. Skeleton um, Crew is gonna be on. I think it's on Disney Plus, and it says late 2023. It wrapped in January 2023, so it's eight episodes, so we should totally have it at some point at the end of this year. Um, The Acolyte is 2024, wrapped in early June, just before the strike, so that may be released. Um... Let's see what else is after that. Andor season two, supposed to be August 2024, but strike shut yeah, that, it down. That's gonna get yeah, that's gonna get pushed back. Bad Batch season three, uh, 2024, and then everything else is just kind of out there. 
Yeah, uh, no, nah. it's not even like it's not it like the Lando Calrissian series with Donald Glover is on there, but it's you know there's nothing really on it. And then it says the Mandalorian season four, but they don't know if there's really going to be a season four at this point. Yeah, I think there is that movie that they're going to tie a lot of everything into. Well, shit, I'm I'm really kind of disappointed you didn't like Ahsoka as much as I did. I I was hoping, but but I get it. I do I do understand, and and that's it's valid. I hope it gets better for you. But yeah, me too. I I love Ahsoka as a character. I love Rosario Dawson as an actress. I was so happy and psyched when she got the role. I think she did a good, great job in Man in Mandalorian. Um, in her appearances in Mandalorian, I just this this one it just I think it's more of a direction and a choice in how they want the actresses and the actors to be portrayed versus the versus the character itself and the storyline. The storyline is okay. It's just except for that one plot point I have with the, the problem with Sabine and that, but the storyline other than that is okay. But I just the delivery of of just took me out of it. So yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, if we don't have anything else, I guess we will wrap this shit up. It'll be done until the next time we decide to gather. We'll try not to make it as long again, but I can't promise that, obviously. So, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, until next time, you have been listening to Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time.